What is going on? My name is Hector Santia Esteban, and this is another edition of Podcasting Success Secrets. And we are going to talk with Jason Sturchik of the Palmer Files podcast. What's really cool is he's been able to brand a persona, and he's also been able to stick with it and turn this whole podcasting thing once again into a career, right? He's been able to make it work and make some money from it. That seems to be a big theme with a lot of the podcasters that I've been talking to is how can they find a way to actually make money doing this? So many people People, they get into it and they love it, but they want to make it a full-time thing. So much of that is, is sticking with it and getting past the initial bumps and challenges and bruises and taking all that. So we talk about how he did that. We talk about how he built a brand around himself and how he was able to create something that he was really actually interested in. So anyways, enough of me, guys. You're here for Jason. Let's get into it. Guys, MYP fam, we are here with Agent Palmer. Palmer, Mr. Agent Palmer, James Bond, Jason, all the above. Welcome to the MYP show. Hey, thanks for having me. We were chatting before we hit the record button about coming into podcasts and just winging it and just getting started and letting things flow. Tell me about your podcasting journey. I know you're almost 100 episodes in right now, I believe. So I guess it depends on what you consider an episode, right? I've been in podcasting for, I don't know, Let's go with eight years. It seems like a good round number, but I think probably longer than that, maybe 10 years. So I started like everybody else as a listener who was a blogger. So being a content creator on all of the social things at the time that you can be because you're like, I wrote this blog post. I want to share it with people. I was the listener that you prize above all others because I was the one that would live tweet your show to you. I'm a part of the conversation. At a certain point, I stopped doing that with Marin and Nerdist and the big boys, but all of the independents that I was listening to, I live tweeted those shows. And it's through those live tweets that you start having conversations that aren't related to the episode you're listening to. And maybe you become friends. And I just will use a term infiltrated the behind the scenes of a few podcasts and ended up being a guest and a producer and behind the scenes on all these podcasts for years. And it's still on my site now, agentpalmer.com slash proxycast. That you will find a list of 100 plus, 200 plus, I don't know what I'm up to anymore, podcasts that I was a guest on. And so the joke was, coined by my friend, I'm a proxy caster. I don't need my own show. I have yours. Because that's all I was doing. I was helping produce, but I was also just behind the scenes and guesting. Like, absolutely, I'll show up. I needed to find the right format and I needed to find the right passion to be like, this is my flag. This is my podcast. Now I'm going to do it. I have to thank the shows I was on, whether it was producing or guesting, for helping me coalesce the show I have now, which is the number one thing I tell people not to do when they ask for podcast advice is what I have done. Agent Palmer is just a geek nerd blog. I write about books, movies, music, events. I rant on occasion, like editorials. I write about everything and anything. Then when it came time to figure out what the podcast was going to be, I didn't know. Because it was one of those things that people just keep asking you, Palmer, when are you going to start the podcast? And I, don't, I don't know. So I decided that at some point, the Palmer Files as a podcast became like, I like that title. What does that mean? It means absolutely nothing. It basically just means it's part of the Palmer brand with the blog. But I said, it's the one thing I tell people not to do. Pick a niche, pick a topic, a genre, pick a thing to work with 
and be an expert in it. So that way people know what you are. The Palmer Files podcast, nobody has any idea what that means. But then again, nobody knows what agentpalmer.com is either. And therein lies where I am right now, because I am approaching 100 episodes. And the reason I'm approaching 100 episodes is because The Palmer Files is anything and everything. I've talked to authors and musicians and friends and creators and marketers, and I've talked to anybody and everybody. And just like I learned from a decade plus of blogging and writing about whatever inspires me, I talk to anybody and everybody. And one of the things that makes the show endure for me, which is probably why it endures for the listeners, is that I don't get sick of it. The example I always give is I'm a child of the 80s. So I love Thundercats. And Thundercats had a resurgence when I was in college. We just watched it in syndication when I was in college all the time. But there's only so many Thundercats episodes. So if I wanted to do a Thundercats recap show or rewatch show, there's first a finite number of episodes. Even if you include the reboot, there's a finite number of episodes. And second, it's one thing that you're living in either weekly or every other week or monthly that you might get sick of. The reason that the blog is, I don't know, 14, 15 years old is because I do write about anything and everything. And I think the reason that the podcast endures is that same reason. I can have you on my show and then I can have an author on my show and I can have a musician on my show. And I've had very long conversations with people I respect that are like, you have a lot of authors on your show. Why don't you do an author's podcast? And while it's not a bad idea for marketing per se, It's a horrible idea for me as a creator because at some point I'm going to be like, maybe I don't want to talk to an author this week. (laughs) I just want to talk to whomever. It's really about what do you want out of your podcast? If you want to make money, you have to pick a topic. But if you want something lasting, be as general as possible. I say that because you don't want to get sick of it. Because if you get sick of it, people will tell. Having it be my audio sandbox. Basically, I've done some solo episodes. I've done some clip episodes. Unbeknownst to me, two decades ago, I embarked on a senior project in college that was a one-hour audio autobiography is what it ended up being. I re-recorded that and put it out and talked a little bit about what the behind the scenes on that was for the Palmer Files. If I was only talking to authors, if I was only talking to musicians, I wouldn't have been able to do that and share that with a new audience or I guess share it with an audience at all. Because when you do those senior projects in college, that's for an audience of whoever your defense is. So it's an audience of five people. I like the ability to not only talk to different people, but try new things. And surprisingly, I'm amazed that I have a regular audience. I expect my listenership to go up and down every week or every episode, because obviously I'm me, but I guess that means I've cultivated an audience or a fandom for myself because I'm the only constant at all. And I'm just a blogger who started a podcast. I've heard a few stats, right, when it comes to pod fade. But one of the numbers that came up from Tracy Hazard on a recent episode, she said 25, that 90 some odd percent of podcasts won't get past episode 25. And once you've hit that number, you've usually figured out a couple of things. I'm curious, it doesn't have to be 25, but what was that evolution like? It might have happened before you even started your show on the podcast appearances that you were having. When and how did you start to develop this, not as a negative term, right? But this character of who Agent Palmer is. How did you start to define what that is. You said you talk about everything, but it's also very specific to you. So what was that discovery process like? It was pretty 
easy by the time the podcast comes around. It all starts with the blog because I was working in marketing and I was going to have to do some blogging for work. At the time, I had been in retail for six or seven years. This was my first professional gig. And I was like, I haven't written anything in a very long time. And because I was going to be writing as Jason for my real job, I didn't want to write as Jason for whatever blog. And if you want to write just to write for an exercise, you should probably write about something you want to write about. So it was really just me writing about stuff I wanted to. And that starts Agent Palmer. And then you got to fast forward six, seven, eight years later when I'm into the podcasting as far as behind the scenes and guesting on other people. And people are calling me Agent Palmer. Some people understand the reference because I stole the name, essentially. I cribbed it together from a few different things. My website's themed around the spy motif. And Agent Palmer comes from Harry Palmer, which is Michael Caine's character in the Ipcrest file and subsequent films. But in the books, they're unnamed. He's an unnamed spy. So I didn't want to steal Harry Palmer. I liked Agent Palmer. I thought that was fun. I was myself the whole time. You said eight years. It's eight years, but it's eight years of me just blogging and writing as myself. I was not putting on... So at that time, did you think that you were going to be a creator, that you were going to be a brand? No. And I know I've created a brand now, right? Before the podcast, I would consider myself a blogger. I would be specific about it. Now I consider myself a content creator because I'm using text and audio and blogger and podcaster is a long way to go when I can just say content creator. But I think being yourself is a step up, number one. And number two, the realization that I was myself all along, look, I'm sitting down and writing, right? I watched a movie and I really liked it. I'm going to sit down and write about it. Or I read a book and I'm going to sit down and write about it. It's not until I get to that first episode and I'm like, all right, well, I have to do the intro here. How do I introduce myself? And that's where it starts to be a very existential crisis. Okay, all right. AgentPalmer.com has been the blog for quite a while. I'm titling this thing The Palmer Files, but I'm still going to be me. I'm still me talking to you or a guest. I'm still me. It's this voice you hear. I'm not putting on another voice, right? So how do I introduce myself? Hello and welcome to the Palmer Files. I'm your host, Jason Stershik, also known as Agent Palmer. It took long conversations with friends that knew me and fellow podcasters to get to that line that I've said almost 90 times now. It's a realization as you're having those conversations. What do I call myself? People know me as both. And I didn't hide it. Agentpalmer.com slash about, I think, is my about page. And the first thing I say is my name is Jason. It was never supposed to be a real mask. If you just click on the about page, it's the first thing you see. I didn't hide it. It was just kind of, all right, I'm just going to be both. I'm just going to interchange it. And it will be what it is. If we were in a world where business cards came back in vogue, I would have to say that Agent Palmer and Jason Stershik would be equal in text size <laughs> on that business card because it's just they're interchangeable to me now at this point. I think a big note to also bring up is that so many people get locked into their job and you found this as an outlet outside of that, right? You had your job, which was going... And then in parallel to this, you had Agent Palmer. So it's almost this outlet that gives you this ability to do the things that you actually care about when maybe your work, if that was your only outlet, may not have checked all those boxes. There's a level of success that podcasters and bloggers get to feel. 
most of them ignore it. Okay. And I'll be the first to admit when something's going on in your life, it's easy to ignore it. I'm friends with a lot of creators. A friend of mine just put a movie out and I helped him produce a movie. It's three years of work into one thing he did. And I've got a friend who I'm helping edit the second book of poetry and he's doing all this work for one success. As a blogger and a podcaster, let's pick your average month. Every Thursday, usually for a month, I put out a blog post. Every other Tuesday, there's two of them in a month, I put out a podcast. That's six successes. That's six times every month I get to go, I did something. Look at that. And not a lot of people have success on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis. Yes, my friend put out a movie, but it's one movie in three years. And my buddy's working on a second book of poetry. The last one came out 12 years ago. He may personally feel that success of, I wrote a poem today. His public successes are, this is a published book which means he hasn't had one in 12 years. And if you haven't had one in 12 years, that's a long way to go. I get to hit publish six times a month, four blogs and two podcasts. And for me, that's worth the late nights because I'm working nine to five. I was unemployed for a very long time recently, but I kept it going because I still had something to do. In having something to do, it's a bit of a pick-me-up. But I just want people to know that I don't know if my way is the best way. And I say that because there is no end in sight. I'm a very productive and forward-thinking creator. So I'm sitting here talking to you with probably my next 10 blog posts already drafted. And my next three episodes are already at least recorded. And I think one of them is in various stages of editing. So I'm always ahead as much as I can. But at the same time, I still take the time to savor every Thursday morning when I hit publish and every other Tuesday when I hit publish on the podcast, because I'm aware there are people that don't have that. They go to their nine to five and maybe it's just a continuum (laughs) and they don't get that big success or any success. It's just, this is what I'm doing today. And so I don't take that for granted. And I think that if you're putting something out, you should celebrate that. Yeah, it's what you did last week and the week before, but there's a lot of people who don't. You mentioned pod fade. It needs to be creator fade because how many blogs are started that don't make it to 10 posts? How many YouTube channels are created that it doesn't make it past the third video? I am not the guy to talk to if you want to make money with your podcast because I'm the guy who's going to tell you, do what makes you happy first. We can work with the content you create. We can market it. You can market it however you want. But if you're not having fun with it, if you're not enjoying the process, if you're not taking time to celebrate publish, is it going to be worth whatever monetary value it may have? Because how is that any different than the nine to five you hate? (laughs) That's not why you get into the creation space. And as a consultant, I've spent more time talking people out of podcasting than I have encouraging them. Because I jump right to that fade. I go, you want to create a corporate podcast. Okay, that sounds like a great idea. Tell me about episode five. If you've only got two ideas, come to me. Be on my show and share that out to your audience. You don't need to produce it. I'm already hosting it. Like, You don't need any of those things. But if you can't tell me what episode five is, then I'm going to point you in the direction of 15 other people who you can collaborate with and get your story out there or share whatever you want to share. But without 
episode five before you start. Don't start. Part of me is selfish because I don't want another three episodes for another show that's just going to lie dormant forever again. But the other part of it is I understand how much work goes into it. And that's a lot of work to put on somebody just for three episodes to never do it again. And I think the other piece is you have to respect your audience. If you create a great show that's three episodes long, call it a mini series. But if you want to go do an ongoing podcast and you stop at three, your audience is going to be very upset with you. I would be upset if I found a podcast that I really loved that went three episodes and then died. That would be upsetting. And so I try and put myself there. And I just think everything bleeds through. As much as you think you can hide things, if you're not having a good time recording, people will know. People will know. If I'm writing something and I'm not feeling it, I put it away because I know people will see through it. I'm not all like the be happy guy. I know that not everybody can be happy all the time. This is a really great reminder because so much of what we talk about on this show is perhaps what some might call like a very forceful or driven or I don't know, like a mask core, get it done, grow kind of thing. But I think the key to longevity, which you are highlighting, is the passion, the love, that internal drive, that intrinsic curiosity, right, that has to come through on it. I appreciate that. I think the other thing to keep in mind in light of the events of 2020 through 2022, as far as the general public losing faith in social media, is that now and going forward is the time to double down on your own content and your own house, whether it be a podcast or a blog or a website, whatever it is, people will find you. Twitter can go away tomorrow. The next thing can come. Facebook can go away tomorrow. The next thing can come. Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, you name it. It can go away and something new can come tomorrow. But if you have good content, people will find you. And if you have good content, people will come back. (laughs) Whether you shout it from the rooftops on this current social media, last year's social media, or the next one. And I think that that's a good place to be is just Make sure your house is in order. That's all. Such a good reminder in so many ways for 2023. Jason, this has been fun. The kids are back to grandma. So we're going to wrap this up because we've gotten through it without much of much turbulence. The show is The Palmer Files. We connected in the podcasting community on Discord. I think that's the name of it. Ariel's wonderfully generically named community. Shout out to that. Where else can people connect with you? Yeah, it's agentpalmer.com, thepalmerfiles.com. If there's a social network I'm on, you'll find them on those sites. And if not, you'll find my contact. And I'm not shy. I prefer email, if I'm being honest. And you can hit me up at theagentpalmer at gmail.com. Is that two E's or one E? Nah, just the one. Just one E. Well, there you go. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. I hope that that this resonated with you and that you're finding ways to bring your passion into your show. Thanks for being here and a part of the NYP family. We'll see you on the next one. Later. Later.